Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, be with us now. Fill us with your joy, your compassion, and your willingness to serve. In Jesus' name, amen. Boy, we skated it this weekend, didn't we? I mean, it was supposed to be pretty bad, you know, we were, and we were ready. We had canceled school. We had gotten everything in our backyard, locked down. We went to the grocery store, and it was absolutely packed, everything except the shelves. I mean, we, we were all set. Because for the last week, we were supposed to get hit by a hurricane. I mean, you know, the forecasters have been looking at it ever since it formed in the Atlantic. And, and so, there for about, you know, since last Monday, it was supposed to, you know, go through Florida, which it did, and then come around and then go right up through Charleston, right into Lexington, and keep on going. And so, we were ready. You know, our generators were gassed up. But then, along about... Thursday afternoon, they said, well, maybe not. I, it, it, it ended up coming in through Myrtle Beach and then went east of us. And so, yeah, we had some winds and a lot of rain. and You know, there were a lot of leaves on the ground, maybe a few branches. I'm sure that somewhere in the area, a couple trees fell down. But for the most part, we did great, right? I mean, my, my, my lights flickered one time and I almost missed it except my TV turned off. That's the only reason I knew that my lights flickered. I, I was telling my mom, though, the day before on Thursday, I said, you know, I hope to call you, but it's supposed to come right through here. Well, it didn't. It went east of us. And in fact, where my mother is in Greensboro, North Carolina, she was without power for a day and we didn't lose it at all. Our governor said that a lot of prayers were answered this weekend. And I guess he was right. A lot of prayers were answered. And, you know, except for maybe those in Florida and those on the coast of South Carolina and, and the people that did get hit. It makes me wonder, though, as I think about it, because I do agree with our governor. I, I think prayers were answered, but... Does that mean that our prayers were answered more than theirs were? Or that somehow we had the right words or we pray better than they do? I mean, why is it that they got hit and we didn't? I mean, for that matter, you know, why is it that some things happen when we pray for them and, and some things don't? It's kind of confusing, isn't it? You know, we... We pray for, for health, and, and then sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. We, we pray that things are, are going to work out, and sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. It, and I don't know why that is. You know, is it something that we're doing wrong? Did the people in Florida just not know how to pray? Is, is that why they got hit so hard? For that matter, do we, through our prayer, through our faith, have the ability to stop hurricanes altogether? I mean, it, it seems like that would make sense. That if we could, we would. So why aren't we? I mean, of course, nobody's thinking that we actually could stop that hurricane, right? But isn't that what it says in today's gospel reading? Jesus 
his apostles come to him and say, Lord, increase our faith. And he says to them, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. How many of you can do that? Anyone? No? Well, just so happens as your spiritual leader, I should be able to do things like that. I don't have any mulberry trees around. Don't even know what one looks like if I did. So I'm just going to do it to the pew, okay? I'm going to tell that pew to be uprooted and go to the back. Like, I mean, to be honest, it's his dream come true. Who wants to be a front pew? Nobody ever sits in it, right? So I'm going to take this pew and sit it to the back. Go. And go. So why isn't it working? I mean... Here I am, a pastor, your spiritual leader. Should I not be able, to, should I not have enough faith? The faith the size of a mustard seed that things would obey? What does that say about me? See, I don't like this text very much. I got to be honest with you. I really struggle with this. Because, I mean, Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, what does that say about us? Because I don't know anybody that could say to a tree, you know, uproot yourself and move. Do none of us have faith? Well, I'm not sure exactly that Jesus was saying that. But as I, as I look at this text, there is one thing that brings me hope in it. It's the very beginning. Where it's the apostles saying increase our faith. The apostles. These were the 12 guys that Jesus chose. Out of all the people in the world, Jesus chose these 12 guys to follow. They were with him from the very beginning all the way to the end. They were always with him. They were the ones that witnessed all the miracles. They were the ones that heard all the teachings. And yet it was them still saying, Lord, increase our faith. And Jesus was saying to them, if only you had faith the size of a mustard seed, look what you could do. So if they don't have it, what does it say to us? Well, the reality is, you and I do have faith. We have the faith that's been given to God through our baptism. Each and every one has been given this gift. It's not something that we found. It's not something that we earned. It is a gift from God. Yet, you and I are also called to increase this faith. Realize, this is the faith that saves us, the faith that, that God has given us. But the faith that changes our lives, that's the faith that we want to increase. The ones that may not be able to, make a, may not be able to uproot a tree and change its landscape, but maybe we could change the landscape of our community. It's that kind of faith. So how do we increase this faith? It's one of our six signs of living, like, like Dieta was saying. How do we do that? Well, I'll tell you. Later this week, I am going to play in, in a golf tournament. South Carolina Lutheran Retreat Centers is, is hosting its annual golf tournament. And me and a, and a few of our uh, other church members are, are going to play in this to support the ministry. And um, let me tell you about it. I am a horrible golfer. Awful. I mean, I promise you that I will dig more holes with my club than I will hit balls this week. 
But the thing is, I used to not be so bad. I used to play almost every week. And, you know, I got better and better. I was shooting, you know, mid to low 90s, sometimes high 80s, which, yeah, it's not great, but it's respectable. You know, nobody's going to be like, oh, gosh, Pastor Stephen's up hitting again. It, you know, so what happened? Well, I practiced, and I practiced, and I practiced, and I learned to hit the ball where it would actually go forward instead of just dribble off the tee. And I practiced some more, and the more I practiced, the better I got. And the same, it's the same with faith. When we practice our faith, we increase our faith. And so how do we do that? Well, we, we praise God. As Deanna said, you, you show up to church, you pray every day. And as you do that, your faith increases. As you attend Sunday school classes and Bible school and, and, and Bible studies, your faith increases. As you step up and, and share your gifts to show God's love, it increases your faith. As you give generously, as you trust in God who has given you everything and, and, and let go of some of what you have, your faith increases. As you accept others, as you help all, your faith increases. If you want to grow in your faith, practice your faith. Practice and practice and practice. And you know what they say, practice makes perfect, right? Right? Well, not really. I mean, even the best golfers in the world will shank them into the woods. So sometimes, even though we're practicing our faith, sometimes we're still going to mess up. It's not going to make us perfect, but it does make us faithful. It, it, it may not change the world, but it will definitely change our lives. You see, I, I do believe that God answers prayers. And I do believe that our prayers are impactful and powerful. But I also believe that God answers those prayers sometimes by, by us all working together. So while, while we may not be able to move a, a mulberry tree into the water, together we can dig it up and move it. While we may not be able to, to stop a hurricane, our faith does give us the power to recoup after it. It may not change the future, but it can definitely change the present. It can definitely make an impact on our lives around us because that's what faith does. Faith may not give us the healing we want, but faith helps us deal with the pain of loss. It may not, it may not make all our problems go away, but it does give us the ability to overcome them. You see, faith, that faith given to us by God, that faith that practice grows and grows and grows, that faith changes us little by little by little. And as we change, the people around us change, and as the people around us change, our community changes, and as our community changes, the world changes. So yes, my friends, the faith the size of a mustard seed, my mustard seed, your mustard seed, their mustard seed, working together, it can do anything because we have a God who can do anything. Amen.